This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Many questions remain after the shocking news that Paul Bernardo was quietly transferred to a medium security prison in Quebec. And we've been hearing from the lawyer for the from for the families of his victims trying to get more answers about why this move was made. We've also been hearing from the federal public safety minister demanding that more information be released. Chris Selly is joining us now, a columnist for the National Post. Chris, thank you so much for your time today. Oh, my pleasure. I know you've written extensively about this and your, your latest piece mentioning that we're hearing from the public safety minister uh, wanting to get more information from the Correctional Service of Canada. What's your take on how things have unfolded and the reactions since this news first broke? Well, I think you're right to focus on the question of information. I mean, we, we just we, people don't know what to think. And if we're going to have an independent uh, correctional service, which I think in principle is a good idea. We don't want ministers, you know, moving around prisoners because it's politically advantageous. We just need more information. It shouldn't be up to journalists. I mean, I see in my newspaper today, we have a piece explaining, you know, what minimum security means. But it really shouldn't be up to the media. I mean, if, 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 so I, I think that the takes have been completely understandable. The fury, both political and, and, you know, from victims and their advocates is completely understandable. I don't understand why. Uh, I don't understand if we're going to have this system. I, I think that this is a good opportunity to, to tweak it in a big way towards giving people more information and, and maybe not blindsiding the minister every time this happens. You know, maybe, maybe he, get, he at least gets a briefing before uh, so it, it doesn't have to look like no one's in charge. Right. And I mean, they had to know, whoever was making this decision had to know that the news would get out because the families were told through their lawyer. Uh, they also had to know it was going to be controversial. People were going to be angry that this person who is a dangerous offender was transferred to, to medium security. But we've heard that one of the the justifications for this is that they can't violate the privacy rights of Paul Bernardo, which I think angers people even a little bit more. Sure, there's privacy rights, but what about the people that want to know why this is happening? Well, that's right. I mean, when you go to prison, you forfeit quite a few of your of your rights, notably the right to you know walk around on the street as a free person. I think it's entirely reasonable that you also forfeit, um, certainly in the case of horrendous crimes that shock entire countries, the entire country, it's reasonable that you forfeit uh, the right to privacy. It's, you know, the basic thing. We don't need medical records or anything. We just need to have some kind of assessment, uh, some kind of explanation as to what's changed. Uh, After all, this is quite a long time for him to be in a maximum security prison by the standards of the system. So why was he in there so long? What what changed recently? You know, these are all things that um, privacy... uh, Again, I, I, just, I just think maybe it changed. Maybe you need a change in the law or something. But it, Paul Bernardo forfeited his right to privacy on basic facts about his um, suitability uh, for different kinds of prisons. 
Right. And even uh, when we look at, at what he's he's been subject to in his time, like you said, he's been in maximum security for a lengthy period of time. Uh, the past two parole board hearings, I think uh, the most recent 2021, there was also one in 2018. I mean, the information from those hearings is public, which is, I think, why it becomes even more frustrating that the public isn't being told, that, like you said, not all of the details, just the reason why was this change made? Uh, that's exactly right. The, 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 and the details we do have from those two uh, parole hearings were not particularly impressive. Um, you know, it, 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 not not that I think he had any chance of really getting out. Um, but from most of the news reports I read, it did not sound like uh, the observers on the parole board and, and, and in the gallery felt that this was a changed person or someone who really understood what they'd done and had taken um, taking account of, or, you know, who, who felt any remorse for it. Now, maybe that doesn't impact minimum versus, or uh, sorry, medium versus maximum security. But again, tell us, explain it to us. Um, you know, CSC, this is Correctional Service Canada is the outfit that moved Taylor and McClintic not so long ago to an Indigenous healing lodge. This is a this young woman who killed an eight-year-old Tory Stafford in, 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 Ontario, in Ontario in 2009. I mean, that was an absolutely insane thing to do, much crazier than this. Um, and, and that was eventually, and that was reversed, uh, after the minister ordered a quote unquote review. Uh, why should we trust, like, you know, that if that's what they're capable of, trust us becomes even more untenable a position. Right. And and you mentioned, too, that maybe this points to there needs to be a change in the law, a change in the policy. Uh, do you think this one's high profile enough, especially given the, the strong words, I suppose, we've been hearing from Marco Mendicino that this finally does get looked at? I, I mean, I think the problem is that it's such a unique case. Like, one way or the other, this is going to die down, right? I suspect he'll be sent back to, to Millhaven or to another maximum security prison, Um my guess is that when the public safety minister orders a review like this, Correctional Service Canada is probably 100% of the time going to uh, side with the minister, just as a matter of political um, self-preservation. So I, I, I think it'll probably come off the boil, right? Like he'll either he'll either go to the uh, medium security prison, hopefully not escape or do anything crazy in there, and we'll forget about it. Um, and thankfully, there aren't that many Paul Bernardos. Uh, they think bad cases or tough cases make bad law, but you know, it's also if if the, if the system can't be seen to be coping transparently and efficiently and defensively with someone like Paul Bernardo, then how can people trust it to deal with other criminals? You know, so I, I hope so. I hope it causes a um, a shift, but I think it might actually be other cases that lead to it more than Bernardo because it's such a He's such an outlier and, and, and uh, so unique in Canada's criminal history. Right, uh, which uh, is a good thing, I suppose yeah. uh, you could say. Um, have we gotten any explanation, though, as far as I, I know I heard somebody say, well, the, the chances of escaping from medium are not greater than that of maximum, which I also don't think really gives people peace of mind. But have we gotten a clear picture of what would be different as far as his incarceration? There seems to be more, uh, based on a report in the National Post today by my colleague Joseph Green, uh, there, there's more freedom within within the wall. Like, the walls are just as secure, but there's more freedom and sort of independence and self-reliance uh, for the prisoners within it. That's the basic 
uh, that, that's the basic idea of it. Um, so I guess, I guess it's possible. I mean, it's, you know, it's not, a, it's not like, um, it's not one of those sort of minimum security prison camps. Like you can go online and look at photos, you know, and there's right. barbed wire and there's guard towers. There's everything you'd want <laughs> between you and Paul Bernardo. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's plausible, but again, you know, the CSC put out this press release that, that told us all about, uh, told us all about the similarities between maximum and, and medium security, but didn't give us anything about what's different because they didn't want to tell us what's different because they didn't think that that was, you know, that wouldn't help their case. Well, again, you know, you have to treat people like like grown-ups if, if you want to be uh, entrusted uh, with this kind of responsibility. All right. Chris Selly, thanks for your time this morning. Appreciate it. We'll have to leave it there, but thank you. Thank you.